Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts out there. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor, but still want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, to name a few. Perfect for enjoying with family or friends and taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2878, How to Do Your Scariest Tasks of the Day with Joy, by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. And I'm Justin Mollick, your very own personal narrator. Hello, old friend. And that's not me calling you old. Old stands for Optimal Living Daily. And this is where I read articles to you, the best I can find and get permission from so that you can have a little bit of inspiration, positivity, motivation, or even happiness each and every day. So with that, let's get right to another post and start optimizing your life. How to do your scariest tasks of the day with joy by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. In my fearless training program, one of our members talked about how she gets a lot done during the day but inevitably puts off her two scariest tasks and doesn't get them done. Does that sound familiar to you? Putting off the hardest tasks of the day is a common affliction for most of us. That wouldn't necessarily be the worst thing, except that this often means the most important work doesn't get done. The most meaningful work, our passion project or dream, keeps getting pushed back to another day. Our days are too precious for this. We treat them like an unlimited resource, but how many do we have left? None of us know. But we do know that it's a limited number and they are incredibly valuable. So how do we change this habit? We stop running from the fear and start moving towards it. We let it become our training ground. Let's look at how to train. Creating a sacred training container. It's important not to take this lightly. Age-old habits of putting off our scary, hard tasks and just saying, I'm gonna change, is not enough. We have to take this seriously. The way to do that is to create a container for our training. Think of it like a boxing ring where you train, or a yoga mat, or a meditation hall. It has boundaries that make it special and that keep you in the training area. Think of this as a sacred space. It's sacred because you have elevated it above all the other ordinary things you have to do for the day. In this special space, you're gonna go towards your fear and allow your habitual patterns to shift. So here's how you might create that container. Number one, have a time of day when you train. Just as if you were going to go to a dojo to train, set a time. Will it be first thing in the morning or right after lunch? Block it off on your calendar, set an alarm, and tell others that this is your training space. Number two, have a place set aside for this training. If it's computer-based work like writing or doing your finances, 
Move to a different space to work on your laptop, like at a coffee shop or a different room in your house than you used to do your usual daily activities. You should move into this space each day and feel that this is your training space. Number three, create a starting ritual where you set your intention for the training session. As you start, instead of just rushing to get the task done, pause. Take a moment to be intentional about how you enter this space and start training. Think of it as a sacred space. Set an intention for how you'll practice during this training session. Will you show up fully and work with devotion? Number four, let there be only one thing you can do during this session. While you're in this training container, this sacred space, let yourself do nothing but the task you've chosen to do. For me right now, that's writing this article. I don't allow myself to switch to other tasks, to check my phone, to clean my house, to do anything but this single task. Let this be your most important rule. This sacred space is for nothing but training in uncertainty, pushing into fear, and opening up in the middle of chaos with joy. Number five, pour yourself into it with devotion. Now do the task you've been putting off, pouring your entire being into it. Do it not only for yourself, but for the love of those you serve. For example, I'm doing this out of love for all of you, my readers. You might do it for your team members, your customers, your family. What would it be like to do this fully with complete devotion? Do we ever pour ourselves into tasks like this? And number six, close out with a bow of gratitude. Set a timer for this session. It only has to be for 10 minutes, even five if that's too much. And when it goes off, allow yourself to close out the practice. Don't just rush into the next task in your day. Close it out as if this were the end of a special meditation or an important martial arts training session. Bow to the practice and to yourself out of gratitude. Make this feel special. Actually, we can bring this specialness to every activity. That's the training container. Can you feel how this would elevate your training to create a container like this? How to train with joy. Training and doing the things that scare you doesn't have to be torture. In fact, it can be joyous. To start with, what's the scariest thing on your to-do list? Pick that for your training session today and create the container as we talked about earlier. Then try these ideas to bring joy to the training. Number one, play some music. As you start, feel free to play some music, brew some nice tea, light candles if you like. Do what it takes to make this a pleasant experience. Music can even make the training fun. Number two, drop into your body. The training becomes a meditation if you drop your attention into your body, noticing the uncertainty you're feeling and the physical sensation of it. Where is it located in your body? What does the sensation feel like? This is the training, to be present with the fear, the anxiety, the resistance, instead of running from it. Number three, stay with the sensation with curiosity. Bring a sense of curiosity to the sensation, exploring it like it's the first time you've ever had this experience. What is it like right now? Can you stay with it for longer? Can you find gratitude for it? Can you be open, relaxed, even joyous with it? And number four, dance with the chaos. Feeling this uncertainty, you can begin to dance. Literally, you can dance. Let your body move to the music as you do the work, but also figuratively. You're playing with this uncertainty, dancing with the chaos, having fun with whatever you normally run from. Let it be a game. Let it be joyful. 
Let it be an adventure. Keep doing the task that you find scary that you would normally put off, but do it with this sense of mindfulness, of dancing, of curiosity, and gratitude and relaxation and joy. You just listened to the post titled, How to Do Your Scariest Tasks of the Day with Joy by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. Thank you to Leo. Environment can be a huge part of this, so it was nice to see how he mentioned having a set place for this training. Now we all have different sized living spaces, but it doesn't need to be a separate room necessarily. It could be just a little area, a garage, a coffee shop like he mentioned, even outdoors somewhere. It just helps to have a set place where this activity happens. It can sound a little woo-woo with having a starting ritual and ending ritual and doing these intention-setting things, but I really think that this can work. It reminds me of when I first started learning meditation and our teacher would always use a gong or bell to start and end the meditation. And even some apps do this, like Insight Timer. But when you do it over and over again, just the sound of that bell can bring you into a better frame of mind. It's kind of crazy how that works. But it really does work in my experience. So I take these suggestions seriously. So definitely try it out. Let me know how it goes. Thank you for doing that and being here with me every day. It really means a lot. Wishing you a happy rest of your day and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.